Everybody, welcome back to the podcast. You got your boy Zage here, of course. I'm joined by a beautiful person and a beautiful soul, a new friend, a photographer, a very artistic person, a creative. This great person, Mitch Zake, joining us. Yes, here I am. Here you are. Say hello to the people. You did. I love that. Uh, very broad, quick introduction I gave. Tell everybody who you are and why they should care about you. Um, well, I'm Mitchell or Mitch Zake. I'm from Orange County, recently moved to Los Angeles. I am a photographer slash stylist, production design, whatever, whatever comes my way in this industry. Um, love music, love life. Love taking pics. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> that's, that's perfect. about it. <laughs> I think that's a perfect introduction. Perfect. From what I can tell, visually creative. Like that seems to be your main focus. Yes, what would be vibes. like your, I know this is like sort of a generic question, like what do you want to be when you grow up? But, mm-hmm. but what would be like the coolest thing that you could accomplish in your career that you would like love to achieve? Hmm, that is a funny question. I have always changed what I would like to be in the future, but... As of right now, I never really saw myself being a photographer like as a job, but it's kind of coming more into sight as that being like something that I'm way more interested in than I thought I was and like realistic for an occupation. So right now, I would love to get more into that and can see myself shooting artists I love music so I think it'll always be surrounded by that but I think just like visual art and music something in that (laughs) would you want to do like uh tour photography would you want to go on tour or would you want to do maybe like uh like I'm picturing like magazine cover like yeah I I would I would say more magazine cover more like personal blog um just like very um Kind of crazy out there photos would be would be cool to yeah work with I saw like you just artists. did something the other day um yes. I don't remember what the person but it was extremely out there yeah you know I'm sure you must very know. out there yeah tell me about that yes. experience like um, what what even was that for who's that person's name <laughs> this guy is Tyler is I assume who you're thinking but must um, be yeah yeah his name's Tyler Matthew Oyer um he's like a crazy artist he paints he has. Um, music and this was for like his remix album that he was releasing so he just needed some picks for it hit me up and he is very theatrical and like has painted his face before it's kind of like a character so he painted his face white and then had these like devil horn prosthetics that we used and used crazy lights crazy outfits just very like more than I've ever done before. Yeah. Um, it was definitely like something I hadn't seen before. Yeah, know? it was. It's very original. Very just like it was so fun doing it too. Um, and I shoot only on film, so I didn't know for like a week right. what they were actually going to look like. But then when I got them back, I was very excited. Do and you then, like to do the stuff like that where it's like way more out there and unexpected? Um. It depends. Like, I am very into just, as you said, like, visual aesthetics, and I really love just, like, the look of architecture and, like, not even humans in um, my photos and just, like, light, shadows, um, shapes. I'm really into that. So 
it really depends. Like I love walking around my street shooting just like a cone on the sidewalk, but I also love like shooting crazy people in devil horns and face paint. <laughs> so it, it's whatever like comes my way, which I also like that it's very um, random what I do. It sounds like spontaneous. Yeah, it's spontaneous 100%. and just like keeps me keeps me excited for the future and like the unknown. Well, I think there's anything that you want. It's like to be excited by the thing that you want to do with your life, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, but I was going to say like there's a very clear motif or like theme across your Instagram, like all the way from the start. You do like... you. I, I, I won't be the one to be able to title it or anything <laughs> like that, so I'll leave it to you. But there's like very cool crop outs where it's like images from other pictures are popping up in other images mm-hmm. on the gram and stuff like that. Like I, I find that very unique. What are like the influences for this? I almost want to call it, it's like borderline psychedelic, you know, some, yeah, of, some yeah. of what's going on, you know? How would you describe it and, and where does that come from? Um, uh, I have lots of inspiration, but like I said, I am interested in a lot of different things, but when it comes down to it, I think I take my eye in just like, um, the aesthetic that I enjoy personally, which I'm not really sure where it came from. Obviously, I see lots of other artists, um, and but I, I think it's more from within, just like what pleases me and what like I find. It's like nice. natural. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, that's I also like that very. That's why I shoot on film too, and I don't edit anything. It's I really like the natural look of just like you don't edit any of the photos. Too. No. Oh wow, that's so crazy. Except for like the croppingness. Oh yeah. Yeah, not yeah. not coloring or like. I hadn't even crazy thought of that. Stuff. Yeah. I edit all my photos. It's like I yeah. have to. <laughs> yeah. See, I, wanna... I, I have before, and honestly, like, even if the photo comes out better, for some reason, I personally enjoy it better when it's just raw, like from the development person that sends it to yeah, you. Like, yeah, you're not the first person like, I've heard say something like that before. Yeah, yeah. It is very interesting, which I do like. I never really saw that as an original thing. I saw it as kind of like um, maybe not up to like the standards of everyone else or like I just didn't know how to edit, so I wasn't editing. Okay. But now I'm kind of seeing it more as like an originality and kind of like a stamp for like the Mitchell look. Sure, of, definitely. Like, like more of your expression. Natural. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I, I think that is like a little unorthodox. So I think you should stick with that. It's yeah, like yeah. niche. I'm really huge in like niche now. Exactly. And I think, like, if you're the only one doing that, that's very you gotta cool. Gotta be niche. 100%. Have you yes. found more like uh, creativity or more creative expression coming to you since coming to LA? And also, what brought you to LA? Is there like a a story, if you will, that brought yeah, you yeah, to LA. Yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, there is a story my yeah. whole life. Um, <laughs> but I grew up born and raised in Orange County, which is not far from here. Okay. But I, ever since my best friend, shout out Nick Scully, he um, got into USC out of high school. And I went to a community college, which was in Orange County. So I was just chilling at home, uh, like doing the same thing. But Nick came to USC, and then I just visited him all the time, met all his friends, met just like, just the area, the cool creativeness of it, and Definitely. loved it from the start. was always like, at the beginning I was like, I gotta transfer to USC, like, I'm, I'm going to USC, I'm moving to LA, and then... Time passes, stuff <laughs> shit, stuff changes, um, and then I just find myself um, moving to LA in September. Um, but it kind of just all worked out. Waited for the right time, 
um, another friend that I moved with. It just all worked out perfectly. But um, I always had wanted to get out to L.A. Um, and it definitely is different living here rather than visiting. Um, it's a whole different world of like feeling <laughs> um, creative and original or even feeling unoriginal in the mass of 100%. like just mind-boggling like creatives. Um, but yeah, it, it's been up and down like... Uh, Loving, loving it, hating it, like overthinking it, but I'm, I'm getting into the LA lifestyle, and As it's definitely way more creative than Orange County. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. I, I felt the same way about Delaware, and that's not even a point that I like thought of until I got here. Exactly, I didn't come here really seeking creativity. I came here like seeking borderline purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then when I got here, I was like, oh shit, like. There's places where there's just a lot more people who are into the same shit as mm-hmm. me, you know, and it just like was never something that dawned on me. Yeah, and I was so excited to like find a good group of people when I get out, when I got out here. Yeah, I'm curious if you're spending all this time at USC. You even mentioned spending a lot of time like in the dorm rooms. Yeah. I'm just curious, what is your like impression of USC as, <laughs> as spending all this time there and not really being a student? I don't even mean that as a shade because my roommate yeah, yeah. is the same way. He, yeah. he came out with me and he's been spending all this time with USC students, and we banter about like our perceptions. So I'm yes. curious, like, what is yours? Um, of the it culture. is interesting. I, it is funny being just surrounded by um, USC students. Basically, everyone I know here is um, one. And so it's funny, like, running into people and, like, everyone kind of assuming that I am one, too. And I totally then, did, like, yeah. it coming out that I'm not. And um, But my view of it, I don't know. Like I said, I was at a point a few years ago, it was like, I wanted to be here. I wanted to transfer here. Um, just didn't happen. But it was, I don't know. I think it depends on the person. Everyone has their own, like, um, path and, like, lifestyle. But the surrounding, it seems like, I'm so butchering this. <laughs> what? How so? No. Um, I think lots of people talk um, about like the people that they have found through USC rather than the education that they're actually getting from USC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I kind of feel like I'm like cheating it a little and just getting the <laughs> um, like surroundings of people, um, the community, and not like, no, I think paying that's the tuition. Brilliant. No, I, <laughs> yeah. I completely agree. I walked away with like more relationship resources than like knowledge resources. Yeah, I don't even think that's uncommon. I think that's like. Pretty happening amongst colleges. I guess, like, no, I guess music colleges. Yeah. And, I, and you're especially hanging out with a lot of people from like Thornton School or no? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like that is the vibe there where it's like mm-hmm. all about who you meet. I'm sure if you were hanging out with like engineering majors, it might be a completely different experience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know? <laughs> Do not know many engineering majors. Yeah. Like. I know maybe zero. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. so funny. So I don't even know what that experience would be like. Yeah. Uh, and then you also have been doing a lot of work with the Oros people, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like just beginning to become more familiar with those people and all the hard work that they do. It's very yes. admirable. What has the experience been like working with them and, and like maybe the influences that they've had on you and your career as well? Uh, yeah. Um, definitely big time. Uh, influences kind of just like completely helped me uh, figure out how I wanted to be in this um, industry and like not be afraid of it um, in a way because in Orange County I kind of I had homies that were creative but um, it's just a whole different level of like being really good friends with a bunch of people that are also um doing the same thing as you um, and like you're constantly working with them and growing and 
just the um, atmosphere is very empowering and like it feels like it's not just you against the world type of thing like me just trying to make myself a creative in LA it feels like there's a surrounding around me that is there for me to help and when I like want to try new things they're open to it it's it's a very um, open creative collective. That's exactly I think. what you want. I, yeah. I, I understand exactly what you're talking about. To me, the value in having like a supportive and open-minded team around you is infinite. Yeah. I, I'm so quick to find people that I think work really hard and, and want to like borderline attach myself to them permanently. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, because totally. I think like if you work really hard, it encourages me to work really hard. Mm-hmm. And if I could just have a I always figure like if we could just get a bunch of people who work really hard together, that's exactly. instant success. You know, like exactly. there's no way you won't like Endless succeed. Motivation. Exactly. Um, has there ever been like a standout moment where you were just like, wow? Like, because it sounds like, well, I don't know. We didn't really talk too much about what was going on in your life before you started coming to LA. Mm-hmm. But were you like a part of any organization or anything like that before? And then was there any moment when you were working with Oros where you're like, oh shit, like I really do appreciate this type of community more than I realized? Yeah. Um, Definitely. There's lots of moments that were kind of just eye-opening and changed my life like for forever. Um, but when I was in Orange County, I was barely doing any creative work. I worked at like a restaurant. I worked for my mom's staging company. Just lots of random like nine to five jobs. Typical stuff. Um, Wait, and staging company? Yeah. That's dope. That's cool. Yeah. You know, really you're familiar with staging? I love staging. Yeah. yeah lots yeah. of people have no idea what that is. <laughs> so that's dope. Yeah. We can talk more about that. I love staging. Um, but <laughs> yeah, but coming to like, I would always visit and have to like drive two hours to a music video shoot and then like drive two hours home after. And it always felt very just like, obviously it was with my friends and it was work and it was super cool. Um, but it definitely has been different living here and being able to just like walk or drive over to um, Moon Tower where most of Oros lives and just have them like at my beck and call basically um, with anything that I need help with or just like anything outside of creative too. It's just uh, it's it's a cool um, group of people that have blessed me. <laughs> yeah, like they're friends, you know. Yeah, I think like if you're doing business with your friends, it, it can go crazy bad. You always hear those yeah. like weird, weird, like terrible stories, yeah. but no, I think usually it's a pretty good thing. Yeah, and um, the like a few shoots um, have just been like really f- right place, right time. Everything feels right. Like feel very appreciated, loved, and like talented and. Um, those those moments have definitely made me realize that this could actually be a thing, and like I, I I don't know, it's always like art and occupation like can't be hand in hand, especially um, in Orange County. It seems like everyone kind of just grows up, goes to school, like gets a job, and yeah. they do that. Um, so it was never like, oh wow, I could literally take pictures for a living, right? Um, and it. Like all these guys have definitely helped me realize that that's. Did you know anyone uh, like prior to coming to LA? I guess we'll say that was like a full time photographer for a living. Um, random like Instagram people that I I didn't know, but definitely coming here and seeing like people my age that are even also in USC like 
doing crazy stuff all the time. Um, it's very inspiring seeing people like Eddie Mandel, um, just people that, um, yeah, are my age, my like type of person doing it like full time. Hundred percent. That's exactly cool. what I was trying to get you to talk about because I think it's so. So like when I was in Delaware, I didn't know anyone from my personal life that was like successfully a musician or mm-hmm. like in the music industry. Like those types of jobs were very like they came from TV. Like yeah. I didn't really know anything about them. And so then when I first came, actually I went to a school in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to a school called Rowan University. Um, and I met people who were like DJs, artist managers, people who went on tour and stuff like that. And I was like, holy shit, this is like a real job. Like yeah. it just never dawned on me that it could be more than a hobby. And uh, it, it meant a lot to me. Like those experiences of being like, oh shit, this is actually a possibility. Like mm-hmm. I think back to them all the time to be like, okay, something could happen. Yeah. You know? Like there are possibilities. Yeah, you know? I don't exactly. have to go sit in an office or anything like that. So wait, when you're talking about staging, staging you made me second guess myself. Are <laughs> you talking about like building a stage, right? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, like upstaging, like building a stage. That's uh, what I'm talking no, about. No, See, no. So I, I was wrong. What are you talking about? Yeah, this is um <laughs> this is like more interior design. Okay. Um and so like when houses go up on the market or like they're being sold, obviously the person empties them out um of what like they were living in it with and yeah. then it's just empty and then my mom goes in and like brings in furniture, lamps, tables, like everything and stages the It's like house. prop design almost. Yeah, it's like a fake family living in like an empty house to get people to Oh, I can see myself sitting on sure. the sofa and looking at the dining table. <laughs> that's and a like, job I never thought of. That's yeah. so funny. It, it really, it, it is pretty crazy. And that's a big like part of my um, aesthetic eye upbringing for sure, I feel <laughs> yeah. like, is very based on that. Because my mom's already always been a interior designer and like furniture and she just got the eye for that. So I definitely got that from her. That's so funny. So it's cool. Like, Are you guys close? Stuff. Yeah, yeah, very close. That's excellent. Mom's Are you and your homie. dad close? Um. Yeah. 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 Decently I just like to ask close. people that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know it can be so funny. <laughs> we how old, speak. Yeah. How old are your parents? Um. Late fifties. Okay. Yeah. My parents are only forty. Okay. So it's like yeah, I have old parents. I, I always have no, no. I think that I have the young parents, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. your parents are probably like average age. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I didn't mean old. Sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you did if not. You're listening. I'll cut it. I'll cut it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I noticed. Uh, I mean, this might be like out of pocket or out of nowhere, but Go I noticed like it. Sally Boy calls you his husband, and, <laughs> and he's like the only person on your Instagram that's not you that gets that cool like little cutout thing. Have you guys like been bonding like a lot recently? Yeah, yeah. Because um, you guys live together. You were just mentioning, or no, no, no. Okay, no. Okay. I he lives at Moon Tower where I like visit. Um, okay, okay, pretty often, but. Um, no, I wish I lived with Sally Boy. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's definitely been one that is has believed in me and let me just like do my thing. And he will do shoots, and that has definitely brought us a lot closer. Of him, just like us, kind of just messing around, doing whatever we want, creating. Sure. That's like the best um, photos come out when like the shoot is super fun and free and easy. So he's definitely been a one do, that. Um, do you think it also out. benefits the experience? Like, if you're more comfortable with the person that you're shooting? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. I I've shot with strangers. I've shot with like people that I've known all my life, and it definitely is. It obviously depends with like a click and chemistry and like how you can um, 
like how you just connect one on uh, like off the bat if it is a stranger. Yeah. Um, but I do love working with people um, that I've known. Or no. would you ever take nude photos of someone? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. Have you? You said it like that. And I um, thought you were just no, about to be like, no. I already did. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I have not, but yeah. I I've thought about it. So. Sure. Uh, do you know Biata? Biata, no. All right, Biata Shemto. She's our friend. Uh, she has a page on Instagram called Boudior. And she Ooh. just started doing like nude photo shoots for oh, people, dang. but they're supposed to be like, like uh, empowering. Exactly, thank yeah, you. Yes, hundred yeah. percent. So they're cool. They're tasteful. I highly yeah, recommend. I love, that. I love like out. yeah, tasteful and like very aesthetic and nice. Like Banga, um, do no, you know Banga? No, no. Nope, nope. Also, he's a UFC student, but okay. um, he he does stuff like that. It's, it's just like skin and personal. And and shadows cool. and shapes yeah, and stuff like how exactly. you were talking about before. Yeah, it's very yeah. interesting. It's all got I get. Sorry, I'm looking there. at my notes now. It's kind of <laughs> cheating, but nude photos. oh, dude. Okay, oh. two things I really wanted to bring up. I just need to be reminded because uh-huh, I'm paying attention it. so hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one, uh, we'll talk. We'll start with like a little more serious of a topic. The other one is kind of like out of. It's just funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one is about your trip to Maui because I was looking at Ooh. all your Instagram pictures and they looked so beautiful. And I've never been like. To that area, like Hawaii at all, right? Yeah. It's Hawaii, right? Right. For a second, yeah, I just yeah, started yeah. to second guess myself again. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Fuck, I know Wait, nothing." No, uh, no, like I've never been to Hawaii, and I've been desperate to go. And and what surprised me is I was going through all these pictures, and I thought you went on some sort of like retreat type experience where it was yeah. like you and a few people. And then at the end, there's like this picture of like hundreds of people. Yeah. What, what was going on? Tell me, tell me all about this experience. Um. And I don't know about went. the hundreds of people, but I think it was probably just like a beach pick. Maybe. Sure, sure, I don't sure. Know. They have maybe lots of I like... was just like surprised to see a lot of people together. Yeah, I yeah, seen that exactly. A long time. No <laughs> masks. Like, what are they doing? Yeah, it looked to me to be like an yeah. event. So maybe yeah. I was just mistaken. It is actually crazy because that Maui trip was this year, literally in January, really? is when I went. So it wow. is crazy to think about like that. Is the start of and then 2020. You, you went to New York too, right? <laughs> yeah, I went to New York like the end of last year for my birthday. Oh, before that. Um, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. But they were like kind of back to back those trips. I was like, dang, I'm really be out here living life. It's crazy. Like, it's yeah, yeah, it's it was it was fun. Um glad I did it before. Obviously, we can't do that anymore. But tell me about Maui, please. Um, but Maui, oh my goodness. That was my first good time going. Went with my friend Amber McKernan. Sure. Um, and she is there like all the time and has a sister that lives out there and um, just, yeah, like knows people out there. Um, And then also Nick came. But that was kind of just last minute-ish. They went um, at some point with a big group of people and I wasn't able to go on the trip. And then Amber was like, I'm going out again in January. And I was (laughs) like, okay, I'm coming this time. Um, and then it ended up, we didn't really have much planned. We just had a house and like a week and we kind of just went to the beach, relaxed. That is, is crazy there. The, the time just moves slower. You drive slow, you walk slow, like nothing really matters. Like getting places, it's just very relaxed, chill, even talking about it, I'm like bringing back to this like What was like your, uh, <laughs> your favorite memory of the experience? Um, and it sounds to me like you and Spontanuity go hand in hand, bro. Yeah, I love that. I, I love that for I you. do yeah, love yeah. Spontanuity. Um, but the crate, uh, there were, oh my God, like every day it was a whole new adventure, which I loved, but um, the road to Hana, which is like this big, volcanic I think uh, mountain <laughs> okay. that is just like on that mountain and like everything around it you can like look up and just see Hana um, 
and it's like a whole day trip that you drive up and you drive through just like rain, forests, and then it's like sunny and beaches and then just like pouring rain again and then like crazy Damn. just like beauty. Um, and that really was like, I've just never seen that much just like raw natural beauty was like overwhelming me at that I totally that know what you're talking about. Is there a lot of like green nature in or- yeah. Orange County? No, in Orange oh, County. Oh, Orange County. Yeah. Um yeah, there's like hills everywhere. It's a very hilly area, okay. so um there's lots there's like been so many fires recently now they're all like True, black, really but um yeah, in in like good um times there's lots of yellow green just like there's it's basically suburbia mixed with just like hills okay okay <laughs> but then there's also just like stores right next to a mountain right like, that's kind of what i picture yeah. when i think orange county i picture literally like uh, what's that show arrested development yep and i picture just like like tech businesses but uh <laughs> yeah. I, I ask because i was wondering what like the importance and role of nature is in your life because mm-hmm. you describe all your photos with these like beautiful scenery words, you know, like you talked yeah. about these like landscape photos and stuff like that. And when you're talking about Hawaii, you're talking about like the sun and the trees and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I was just wondering, like, do you know what that like sort of attachment comes from or that inspiration? If if there's not so much like, yeah, you know, forests in Orange County, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Um, I definitely think that I have a brother and we are very different. Um, and he is kind of the funny just, preface. Yeah, very <laughs> off topic. I don't know why Adam no, is being brought be, into this, yeah. but I feel like it's like com- I'm comparing us. Yeah. But he is a very like inside person and can just spend a whole like week inside and be happy with himself and like um, chill, whatever. Like, I feel like a lot of people are like that. But yeah. for me, I am one that needs just like a walk around the neighborhood when it's times like that or just like. Um, going to the beach, I, I'm always going to Laguna Beach in Orange County to okay. like escape. I've been there once. Yeah, yes, yeah. I love it's, it there. It's beautiful. So I've always been kind of like attached to the outdoors, just in general, and like the sun and the feeling of being outside or the rain, even just like just like being in contact with nature, even before I like knew that was a thing, really. Um, but I've definitely learned more about just like the connection with Earth and. Um, how much it means to us, and just like deep breaths, very into just like being one with the trees. I'm a tree hugger, Dude, born I'm and a, raised. I even mean, though physical, literal tree yeah, hugger. Yes, yeah, yes, that's exactly. so funny you said that. It, I, and I don't know where it came from. Really, it's funny that you say that because, like, I guess I like went on hikes and stuff in Orange County, but it it really has just been like that need to be outside when I'm inside. I've been feeling it extremely this year. Like this oh, yeah. year. The, you know, the government's been telling us to stay inside. Mm-hmm. A lot of my friends and family are staying inside. All of the fun things to do are closed. Yeah. So I've been finding myself like more ready to, like you, spontaneously just like get up and go. Like last yeah. week, I was just like, oh my God, I have four days off of work and I have no plans. I'm just going to go to Sequoia National Forest. I just like, Ugh, went. And it was just like, I was hugging trees, man. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like, there's not a lot I of forgot trees. I you out went here. to the Sequoias. It, I went there. Did, um, I think I bit your trip. Did you go with Sarah? No, 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 no. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I saw everybody was going. I've never even heard of it, and it's yeah. literally right there. Ugh. So I just jumped in my car, and I went. I spent a couple of nights there. Yeah, man, I, I got a redwood tattoo on my leg because uh, I went on this trip in August where I just like, 
that was so when COVID started, I went home for four months mm-hmm. and I went back to Delaware. And I love being home and everything, but it kind of like made me resort to being like 18 again. Like I felt yeah. like I was like rotting away and I had like totally. nothing to do in life. So when I came back here, it was like I need to feel independent again. I just like went on a road trip. Mm-hmm. Just like drove to Washington, spent all this time in the trees and stuff. And it was like, it was great, man. I love the trees. Do you do like any psychedelics? <laughs> Yeah, I've experienced with psychedelics. Sell it nicely. Yeah, exactly. Just like that. Yeah, sell it nicely. (laughs) But Um, I ask because, like, when I go on these like nature experiences or whatever, I typically bring like mushrooms mm -hmm. or LSD or something, and it's like I become so much more aware of like the symmetrical shapes and Mm -hmm. the colors and the natural forming figures and just like this random shit. And it it just what you were talking about, the way you describe your art reminded yeah. me so much of those experiences. That's why I asked. Yeah, definitely. I remember the first time doing shrooms was in Laguna. And I remember like seeing things kind of in that different um, different way. But it was also very just like natural in the same at the same time of it being super trippy. Yeah. Um, it was just like the raw beauty. And definitely ever since that first time, um, I've like seen just like nature, dirt, plants, like everywhere um, differently. Um, and just like the appreciation for it exactly. um, is like eye-opening. I was going to say, Alfie, always, Alfie was mentioning how whenever he's in the, the forest and stuff, he like out loud verbalizes like thank yous and appreciation mm-hmm. to all of the land that has been there for us and like all of the people who used to be on the land. Wow. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah, that's cool. I was like, that's heavy, bro. And I kind of yeah. have taken that away because I think it's true. Like... It's just insane. I feel like we think we're so evolved at this point mm-hmm. as humans or whatever, you know, but we, we, we constantly forget like yeah. what has come before us and how we got here. Exactly. We're all just like little animals running right. around. Like we wouldn't be anything without what's around us. 100%. And especially I love just like the act of, because it feels like life is all about like doing things, getting things done, like finding your way, getting money, getting bitches, whatever. But like, it really is cool that it means so much when like you can just take time alone, whatever it be, an hour at the beach or like what you're saying, like a four-day trip to the Sequoias just like means so much and is kind of like life-changing and it really makes even all those other things, it's like, okay, like I am doing the right thing, like I'm, I'm here for the right reasons, like it, it's very just solidifying. It can be validating, yeah. 100%. And I just think everyone needs that time for themselves. I do oh, think yeah. a lot of people get stuck in this, uh, like I think humans are super, um, what's it called, ritualistic or habitual mm-hmm. or whatever the word is. And so like sometimes people get caught in this rotation where it's just like they're living life day to day, day to day, day to day, day, and they don't take that moment to like take a step back. Mm-hmm. And I think I encourage everybody to take a step back when they can. Exactly. You know? um, but on a note of like human connection and energy and shit like that, I saw you went to a Ratatat concert. Ratatat. Tell me it was Ratatat. Tell me I'm not tripping. No, 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 <laughs> no. bro. I, I even so on one of your stories, you would know, shit. you would know. Okay, but on okay. one of your stories, it was this, and I also was gonna say like something about upstaging, whatever. But uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I could have sworn. Wait, Ratatat. Ratatat. It's it's an electronic band. Oh, dang. Where when? Well, anyway, the reason I I don't know when. I don't I didn't look it that hard. It was just hard. like on my Insta. Is in one of your your memories or whatever. Okay. Yeah. And it might not be Rat Attack cuz yeah. I had a moment where I was like I don't I think it is. No, but I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> but anyway, uh that's like my favorite concert of all time. That's oh, why dang. I bring it up. Dude, they're so lit. Ugh. Well, wow. 
If it's not Ratatat, yeah, you should go look I have up not Ratatat. seen Ratatat live. <laughs> <laughs> telling you that much. Fuck. And honestly, I was even more confused because like 30 weeks ago, I was like, they haven't been on tour. Like, oh, this is crazy. Dang. I just had to ask. Now I wonder who it was. It didn't hit. Yeah, I don't know who it was. I can't even think of the melody of the song, but I was so convinced at the time. It was like a live video thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was like damn. a concert. I miss concerts so much right yeah. now. Yeah. Oh. And I thought we were going to relate even more on that because you did staging, but that was the wrong kind of. I was so wrong again. Yeah, that's why I was so surprised when you were like interested in staging I was like <laughs> there's no way <laughs> um, uh, but, oh I could talk about concerts like I didn't see Radatat but like I, I miss concerts what's been your favorite day. concert oh um got a few obviously they're all very like different depends when I saw them and like all that stuff but um Few favorites. I've seen Tame Impala a few times oh. now, and that was actually the last concert I saw before. Where all this went down? Uh, the Forum okay. in February. Okay. So, um, and it was like at the very beginning of like coronavirus being a thing and people knowing about it, and then it kind of being like sketchy to be in rooms with people. Yep. And so I remember just like going to that concert was kind of like a risk in a way, but like a risk that we obviously had no idea about at the time. Um, but it is it is pretty crazy. Dude, that, a lot of people had experiences like that. Like yeah. my friends came to visit. Uh, dude, my favorite phase of the whole thing was when everybody was like, oh, dude, ticket flights are so cheap yeah. right now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> So, so, travel like, the world. so my friends just flew out. Like they just came out and, yes. and they got to take a round trip like a hundred bucks or something. It was Ugh. unbelievable. Coast to coast. I did and, love uh, that time of Corona. And literally like they got here and it was like, yeah, this is so lit. Like we're going to go do all this shit. Within three days, by the time they left, they were like, dude, we need to get home. Like this yeah. is crazy. You know, yeah, like the vibe literally. was so different. It was yep. so funny. Uh-huh. Uh, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Like yeah. I did lots of funny stuff. I don't remember when my last concert was. I think it was Earl Sweatshirt. Um, mm. in like December or something. Okay. Um, but I could talk about live entertainment all day because yeah. uh, that's like what I want to do with my life. Yeah. Trying to throw shows. Yeah. At the t- I went to Coachella the last three or four years. Okay. And like after like the third time, I was like, damn, this is this is something real. I could see myself like being involved in it. Um, Aren't they so lit? In, my, in the future of like an occupation. Mm. I definitely see like, yeah, I would drop it all to... Just I don't even know. I'd do anything. Dude, like, <laughs> I, I love festivals. To yeah. me, it's about like bringing so many different like diverse people together. Mm-hmm. I love when it's like a big festival like Ultra, probably Coachella too, where you get like international people. Oh, yeah. like, that always makes me hype as fuck mm-hmm. when I just run into international people. Uh, I love like the so non-judgment of everyone mm-hmm. on the campus. Like everyone around is just like... Yep. Oh, there's a guy just like shitting on the ground. That's yeah. cool, man. Yeah, That's so totally cool. chill. Like, <laughs> doesn't have nothing to do with me. I'm about to go see like salons. Yeah, so yeah. Chill. live your best life. You yeah, know? like whatever. Exactly. I love that. Uh, and everybody uses is pretty happy. I also like the people, and this is, hey man, this is in my own egocentric world, but uh-huh. I like when I'm in such a good mood and I'm like walking around the festival like la 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 la, and I see like the couple fighting in the corner and, and they're like crying and yeah. they're just like having the worst weekend ever and I'm just like, oh, couldn't be me. <laughs> oh no. And I feel bad for them, of course. Like I have empathy, but it's just yeah. like, hey man, it's a festival. You yeah, know, I'm not exactly. gonna, I'm not gonna let that bother me. Yeah. I'm not here doing my time, you know? Exactly. Yeah, I fucking miss festivals, Yeah, bro. I love just like the... They are very spontaneous, and you can plan them out as much as you want to. But once you step foot onto the the ground, like you really don't know what's what's it's a totally different world. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been to a lot of festivals or mostly concerts? Way more concerts. Way more concerts. Um, Okay. But I've been to just like a few local California 
Like, I went to Hard Summer once. That sounds really familiar. I definitely um, know of that one. Yeah, it's just like EDM okay. hard. Um, that was all right. Um, then Coachella's been my favorite. Go to Flogna every year. Oh, I've never um, been. Ugh. I know. Oh I actually really tried to sneak in yeah, a couple last, years ago. Yeah. Or maybe two years ago. Totally like flawed. There was like yeah. no chance of me sneaking into the event, yeah. but I tried. <laughs> yeah. Go you for trying. Thanks, man. I like, walked <laughs> around this mountain for like 15 minutes and I like tried to, because the, the way they did it was at Dodger Stadium, right? Yeah. So it was like up on top of the mountain. Uh-huh. And so I was like at the bottom of the mountain trying to climb up. And every time oh, I would get up like 15 feet, there would be like a flashlight flashing on me, like, yo, get down, get down, get down. I was like, this is never going to happen. <laughs> oh I, I walked God. around like the whole mountain trying to find a good way up. And I was like, I'm sure I could get up there and get in, but it's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> Respect. Thanks, oh man, my thanks. god. But let's I've, I've never snuck into a festival, but I have like helped people sneak into Coachella with like sure. the whole wristband like thing. Going okay, on. I didn't even know about the scam, but yeah, I feel yeah. like a lot of people do that. I've done yeah. that at uh, Made in America. I got a couple people in. Yeah, it's it's not too hard. It's really not hard. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. why I was so excited about Flogna. I was like, it won't be that hard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was really hard. Gosh, I'm literally picturing you just like out in the wilderness, like survival mode. People are like, in my in my golf wang outfit. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, I'm yeah. trying to go to the festival. Yeah, you're flexing too. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, on the topic energy. of. Like vlog and golf, uh, mm-hmm. it's clear that like you have a exceptional fashion sense, and it's very Oof. important to you to express yourself through your fashion. Yes. I won't be able to hold a super strong conversation about fashion clearly, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, don't do me like that. <laughs> but but tell me about it. Tell me like what your inspirations are in fashion and and why it's important to you to express yourself this way. For me, it's just like I dye my hair. That's yeah, like, that's it for me. Respect. Yeah. I want to dye my hair, but I have. You should run so. it. Should run. <laughs> um. I don't know. Fashion is actually becoming a way bigger thing than it used to be in my life. Like, I always was one to express myself with colors and, like, not really care that I was the only one wearing, like, a neon green shirt or whatever to school. Sure. Um, but especially since moving to L.A., um, I have felt very just, like, more confident and just, like, less judged going outside in, like, crazy outfits not even crazy like just better than like usual yeah Yeah. expressive um which was not a thing in orange county like if you go outside and you're wearing like pink pants like everyone's looking at you everywhere and so it's just like yeah and it's just like when you wear an outfit like that it's obviously for yourself, but like you can't really have that self confidence when everyone around you is just like you feel so judged. So, living in LA now, I am definitely feeling way more free um, to express myself and getting way more into styling and As like buying should. clothes, especially like thrifting, going to the Silver Lake flea market. I went like every weekend the first like two months I moved here and basically everything I'm wearing right now and everything I wear all the time is from the Silver Lake Free Market. Heard Shout that. out. Why um, just turned me on to uh what's like the the thrift shop chain? Uh fucking Why, what's Goodwill? that place called? Why it not like Goodwill or um uh, Salvation Army. No. Fucking Elephant Rhino Blue. Oh, oh um Elephant Rhino. <laughs> That sparked something. I know, right? Um, <laughs> but I can't think of what it's called, I don't bro. Know what it, is, uh, it doesn't matter at all. Uh, it doesn't matter at all. Ugh. But uh, a huge parallel I draw to that 
experience that you're mentioning is like, I didn't realize it in, until I was in LA and I had the hindsight. But when I was in New Jersey, I dyed mm-hmm. my hair. Mm. Every single person had something to say about it. Yep. And like, I don't even care. Like, I'm super susceptible. Exactly. To like, like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But then it's just like exhausting. Exactly. Yeah. Like, they're not even usually being rude. They're usually yeah. questioning me, which is almost more annoying because it's like, <laughs> yeah. now I got to come up with an answer for why I dyed my hair. Like, yeah. I just did it, bitch. Like, exactly. Literally, just yeah. like fucking look, it has nothing to do with you. Yes. yes. What shirt I'm wearing literally could not, like, Yes. So they would always just say, like, why did you do it? Like, I would never do that. I would never dye my hair. Yeah. Like, why blue? You know, like, that was a whole thing. And also the, the jokes. I One time, like, when I was in high school, I started dyeing my hair, and I wrote down a list of, like, all the jokes people make. So I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> but it would be, yeah. like, very relevant to the color of the hair at the time. Like, when yeah. I had gray hair, it was all this, like, old people shit, like, yeah. Quicksilver, like, mm-hmm. all this stuff. Uh, Danny Phantom. Yep. But uh, love to joke. Yeah. No, no, and then they were, yeah, true, though. But that's exactly what I'm saying. So then in New Jersey, it was, like, everybody had had like a thought about it and then when I got to LA nobody mentions dying mm-hmm. your hair nobody like it's just not even who cares and exactly. if they do it's really just like oh I like your hair yeah end of conversation like exactly so I know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> oh, I love it I hope that we're moving forward in like a more open-minded society do you feel like we are um I oh, always am thinking about this I I feel like we are but then I feel like at the same time maybe I am just surrounding myself with the type of people that are changing society so there's still all of society not changing outside of us but i think that i think it definitely is especially just with like even just yeah freedom of expression in any sort of like sexuality like gender race like everyone is kind of realizing that we're all just people, it seems like, uh, at the end of the day. And, like, judgment doesn't have to be a part of that. So yeah. I think that it definitely is slowly. And, like, social media changing and uh, people just, like, posting crazy shit on TikTok of, like, being crazy original and, like, which would be looked at as so, like, awful a few years ago is now just, like, out there. And it's just on the internet for yeah. free, like, expression. And someone else that is also crazy weird can just, like, go upon that. And then that can give them the confidence. So I feel like that is definitely going to change a lot. I agree society. with that, too. I think the social media thing is interesting because, like, puts a lot of things that you wouldn't normally see mm-hmm. in your face in your face. Exactly. Like, um, Especially how personal. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. that's so funny. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. And, like, I to to your point, like... What was I just watching? Oh, no, I don't remember what it was. But I was thinking about how like, oh, this is going to be like kind of heavy, I guess, in a way, <laughs> sort of, but not really. But yeah. like um, like how crazy it is that like over generation of generation of generation, like a, a family line, a young man will be raised to believe that like a certain group of people are like raping his women and like out to kill him and his family and this shit because that's what all of his like lineage has told him. Mm-hmm. And now he's like online and he's seeing like, a, a gay person, a transgender person, a black person, an Asian person, Indian person, and they're all just like totally normal. Yep. And that would be like such a crazy culture shock. Yeah. We you know, I like, just wouldn't got that chills. be, you know, yeah. like, wouldn't that be such a crazy experience? And so, like, I just, um, I totally just relate to what you were saying about like the social media and the internet. It's a crazy time right now. Yeah. It's just very eye opening and it puts all those things right in front of you. And it's like, especially being raised without all those things like being taught to you. I was raised very religious and um, just like Orange County, very um, 
family-based of, like, getting married to a woman, having kids, and, like, getting a job and just, like, doing life normal. It is crazy. Like, the whole TikTok thing or Instagram, seeing all these other people living lives that you would never have thought of that is an actual thing. And then it definitely is just like, oh, I could do that. Yeah, right. Or, like, not even I could do that. It's just like... Boom. Like Anything is possible. That. Yeah. yeah, it's just like, Anything wow, cool. Yeah. yeah. Here, we'll just jump in as if this was totally a natural segue. Why do you think you would want to be Jimmy Kimmel? It was basically just my love for human connection, which you were just talking about, and yeah. like contact. And I just love talking to people. Um, always have, always will. And then also on top of that, him talking to like the coolest people ever who yeah. I – like at the time, thought were the dopest people on earth to um, talk to. So I was like, "Damn!" And just like seeing him talk to personal people that I love and like would obviously want to have a dude. I know, about, right? And just like learn instead of just like see them. It's more about like the act of learning and like bring something out about them that maybe they've never shared before or something. Like that sure. was always such a cool thing to me. I have one comment though. Don't you think that that, well, I guess you're referring to when you were younger, but don't you think yeah. now that it's also scripted? Yeah, like, it is also right? scripted. Yeah. It's so fake. Yeah. I don't even get why like. It like changed at some point. Yeah. I, I was watching it and then I was just like, or like stopped watching it for a while, watched it again. And I was like, oh damn, this is like. So not it. it's not organic at all. <laughs> yeah, you know, like yeah. I swear, both of them know exactly what each one's gonna say. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's all about like promotion. Yeah. most of the time, and it's just like, yeah, it's it's whack. And I think that's why when people watch Jimmy Fallon, they like when he does like the games. Uh huh. And he does like the because that shit's like it's just shits and giggles. Like exactly. they're just fucking around. It's just yep. like someone you you like and you relate to that's just like fucking around. Uh huh. And you get to see like a more personal like actual true-to-themselves side of like a person that you usually wouldn't yeah, see. Yeah, like 100%. Jimmy Fallon was the first one to start doing those shows at home, though. Did you see any of those? Um, I have seen a few home ones, but not too many. I haven't... I don't like watch much TV, yeah. um, especially now moving out. I don't have a TV, so... True. Yeah, right. I haven't you, really watched was last time? Like, I never paid for cable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. um, but yeah, I saw um, Jimmy Fallon... Uh, like started doing those at home shows at first. He was the first one to do them. Right when COVID happened, they like stopped all of the shows had to stop for like a couple of weeks. And then he came back out and started doing them at home. They smacked so hard. Oh, they were really? hits. Yes. Here's why. It was Dang. literally Jimmy Fallon, no production team, no expensive equipment. Like he pretty much, I mean, I'm sure he worked with his writers and everything. Yeah. So everybody worked on the whole thing. But like it's just him and his wife's holding the camera. His mm. kids are running around behind him. Yeah. He's at his house. It's like completely organic, natural, relatable. Bro. It's like so down to earth. Yes. And, and honestly, and he's like, it's like watching a vlog. It's like Jimmy Fallon vlog instead mm-hmm. of the Jimmy Fallon show. Yeah. And uh, it was just really fucking cool. And then we saw everybody else start to do it and stuff like that. But um, yeah. It was never as cool as when he started doing it because I was just like, dang, I gotta watch those. Yeah, check it out. I've watched a few, but like they've been more recent ones that were just not it. Yeah, and and they started adding all the like, uh, I cannot get down with like Zoom interviews. Yeah, I cannot get down. Like (laughs) for me, one, I'm an audio head, and so like it doesn't sound good. (laughs) But for two, it's just like, it's not real. It's like they're just watching a FaceTime call. I could walk outside and see anybody have a FaceTime call. Exactly. Have you watched any like live stream concerts or anything like that? Um, not as much as I thought I would. Um, I've watched a few, but more of like the, like very edited, more kind of music video ish performances that they've like 
set up a stage like yeah. in a cool warehouse with like plants and like a whole scene and it's like cinematography is good yeah um rather than just like i feel like lots of people have had just like concerts that yeah i have not even seen one yeah um but yeah it's it's just so different that's what i'm saying <laughs> it makes me sad i'm like wait <laughs> me too it makes me yearn for like the real thing yeah i've seen a couple like uh I haven't ever seen any of the big live stream ones. Like I, yeah. I, I remember in the summertime, as a replacement to the concerts, they were doing all these like huge live stream concerts. Yeah. Where it was like huge names and everybody yeah. was in it. But to me, it was like they're just sitting at home. Like, yeah. and something that I thought was particularly interesting is that like after spending time at USC and like just being at people's houses, going to shows, meeting people, whatever, you just see talented people performing all the time. Exactly. So like to see another person, just another talented person on TV performing is like not yeah. that special to me. Yeah, um, exactly. Which I thought was really funny. Uh, but I have seen a lot of like the USC live streams. Those are kind of cute. Mm -hmm. Like I saw the USC marching band. <laughs> they did like a whole live stream thing. What? Uh, during the halftime of one of the football games. Uh, it like cut to every person at home playing their instrument. No yeah, but it was them just pretending to play. It was the visual, which was still really cool. And then yeah. just like a, an audio recording in the background. But uh, it was really cool because I thought it was like, uh, it felt like bringing a bunch of people together. Mm -hmm. I think that's what's lacking in all these live yeah. streams. It's like, it doesn't feel like you're bringing a bunch of people together. It feels yeah, like you're just, just watching just someone just at home. It. Yeah. 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 Miss the real real concerts. It just watching those. It's sometimes cool seeing them at home, and it's like, oh wow, this is the stuff that they're just making all their demos and like um, music that I'll never hear. Um, but I'm sure it's amazing, and like seeing them at that personal place, I would think it would be cooler. But for some reason, it just does not it's like, not like connect. It's yeah. just like eh. It's like know. eh. Yeah. yeah, rather watch my camera roll videos of uh, concerts. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I've been to. Well, I do want to ask you a few more questions about yourself. I definitely got off topic. Sorry, yes, we yes, started talking yes. about live stuff, and yeah. like that's my shit. Mm -hmm. But um, look, you said you wanted me to pry and get you to open up a little bit, mm -hmm. but I'm not sure what you meant. So, so you got to tell me. Like, maybe tell me, were you like a rambunctious kid? Ooh, um, I was not. I was not rambunctious. Yeah. I would say I I'd say I was kind of an attention whore for a little, um, and it was just like classic kind of class clown sports, like just did it all type of kid. Um, but I don't know. I'd say I'd, I I'd matured faster um, than a lot of people. Like when we were in elementary school and like beginning of high school and stuff, I just could not physically like connect with people because I get that. I don't know. Yeah. Just how it is. Um but I feel like I was I was pretty average. I don't know. I, <laughs> I'd say in high school I went to a um here we go. Tell All me, my life me. I went to like a private school from first to eighth grade. I was at um Stony Brook Christian School. Okay. Um so that was like classes of twenty four to like 30 people is like who I knew from like first to sixth grade. Basically it was that same, like 30 kids. Sure. Um, and then basically same thing, seventh and eighth. And then like, it was pretty easy to be yourself and kind of like, um, cause you knew everyone that was like around you and I don't know, it was a good time, but going into high school was a big change for me. Like realizing all the different types of people. Cause it was literally just like, Christian kids that were 
the in the suburbs, like right around our neighborhood. It was like all people that I could relate to very easily. And then in high school, it was just people that I had never really seen before, like interacted with in my classes. And so I'd say that changed me a lot, like kind of becoming more introverted in a way and like being more selective and not really as much of like a class clown. But I've always had the like art of like meeting people and being able to talk to anyone really. So I found myself getting a lot of friends because that's just what happens when you talk to people in high school. 100%. So I was like the senior class president. No, you were not, really? Yeah, wow, yeah. okay, okay. Um, with Nick was my vice president. Oh, no we way. Spoke, spoke at graduation, turned the tassels. That's your OG boy. Yeah, yeah okay. for real OG, OG. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but yeah, before that, I like... I was not an ASB or like anything. I just played soccer. That's a that's a fact about me. I've always played soccer. Played soccer forever, and, bro. Yeah. So I was just like on the soccer team and was like a quiet Christian boy. Um, <laughs> you really? That's that, how you would describe yourself? That, yeah. And yeah. like anyone would describe me freshman year. Like that's all I was. Um, and then I feel like yeah, throughout the years, obviously you open up, and then like being a senior, you can be like. The coolest you do what you want. yourself. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I'd say I was, I was a good kid. Yeah, definitely. You were the president. <laughs> yeah, the that's president. so funny. Did you have to campaign yeah. and everything? Yeah, I I campaigned. I like did it all for <laughs> movies. Um, I like was like Mitch Perfect. Um, what? <laughs> like Mitchy Potter. Each day of the week, I had like a fucking different thing, and Liddy would dress up like as Harry Potter, and I was, or I did Forrest Gump. It was like wow, yeah, and I came with like long <laughs> you hair. Canceled for that now. Yeah, exactly. God, yeah, um, that's so funny. And then, yeah, I like won vice president, which which is what I like campaigned for because I didn't want to speak at graduation. That's what the okay. president had to do, and so won vice president, and then. Halfway through the year, president gets kicked out of ASB, actually. What do you do? He's a USC student, so I won't say his name. Don't say his name. What do you do? Got kicked out because he came blacked out to a football game. Um, and he got kicked out of <laughs> ASB. It's not even that bad. I was yeah. hoping it would be way worse. Oh, yeah. But he was like screaming kind of whack shit, sure. I think. I don't know. Like It was a long time ago. But and you're the president, so you're not yeah, really supposed exactly. to act like that. It was yeah. a very... Like, ASB, like you have to be perfect. And, sure, sure. Yeah. So then I ended up being president and talking at graduation. I picked Nick as my. <laughs> so we kind of um, cheated the election. That's perfect. Uh, yeah. I feel like that's how you wanted to go exactly. down. Exactly. I like, and then you didn't have to be president perfect. the whole time. You just got to like finish up. Exactly. Dude, that's bomb. <laughs> Put on the resume. Dude. So wait, then did you? So. So look, and this might sound a little personal or whatever, mm-hmm. but but so your class president in high school. Yeah. Are you applying to big colleges or anything like that? Like everybody else is going to USC. Like yeah. what happened? What What'd you do? Sorry, not to say what um, happened. That sounds rude. No, no. But what'd you do? It was interesting at the time. Honestly, throughout high school, I never thought of college as like something I had to think about. I guess I kind of did, but it was never like specific colleges or like going to like a university yeah. was never my thing. In the same way. Um, and then kind of senior year came around, yeah, I just ended up kind of being class president. And I, I know a lot of people at the time were doing that for like credits and stuff, but I was just completely not. I was doing it for just like having fun. <laughs> um, 
And but it so, still looks really good. Yeah, 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 it looked really good. Really and good. when like college like talk came around and everyone's applying and stuff, I literally didn't apply anywhere. Really? I, yeah, I just knew I was gonna go to the community college like right by my house. So I was just like, that was the plan all sure. along. So I was like, I don't need to apply anywhere. I'm not gonna waste money and like. Time was there like a game plan, like why to go there, or was it just like it's easy? Yeah, it was easy, yeah. cost effective for the family. It, I was never one that was like the family was like, okay, we'll like pay your way through college. Sure. Um, so I just was always like, yeah, that's just what I'm gonna do, and I didn't know what I wanted to I was do. Just gonna say, at study this point, at all. You like, didn't even know. About I went in and got watching. like a business marketing major because at the time. I wanted to like make commercials or do something with commercials. So I got, I did marketing and hated it. Then did like a sociology class, just did random like GE, um, enjoyed that. Um, but I just went there for two years. And then, like, while I was there, was not finding any interest in any school or like, anything I was learning um, in classes, but then I was also outside of it, coming up here all the time, coming to LA, doing the Oro stuff, doing random video shoots, meeting random people. And then um, two years ago, Sean um, Liwao, you know who that oh, is? Yeah. He kind of got me a job at Interscope Records at Darkroom. That's awesome. And so that was like the time that I was just like, dreading school could not imagine signing up for classes again my third year um and then that happened and then I was like I'm gonna just work do that and not do school and see how it goes for like a semester and then it's just been going good ever since I've been liking everything outside of school way more love to hear that yeah Yeah. just doing like and it's just yeah like my life purpose has like I've gained so much more from that outside of school than I was. So, like, I I also see it as such a weird thing that we have to, like, do school while we're young and, like, get out of the way and then, like, you can do your life. I see myself, like, going back in the future when I, like, actually am interested in what I'm about to learn and, like, sign up, like, with my own money and, like, do my whole thing and be like, I'm going to learn this for my, like, enjoyment. But it just was not like that, so here I am. I think that's a totally relatable opinion to have, bro. Um, yeah. Two of my closest friends in the world did not finish their college experience. They mm-hmm. went for some of the time, and then they were just like, this isn't for me, and I think I can do totally fine without this experience. My one friend, Giancarlo, he's mm-hmm. become like a, I, w- I would use the word, a very successful videographer. Like He has his own business now. Mm. He's in. He's literally right now in Uganda. <sighs> Filming a documentary that someone Gosh. just like offered. They were like, I'm, I'm going to do this. Will you come with me? And he was like, Yeah. They went for like, they're like in there for five days. They're film, wow. filming a documentary. I don't think this is like spoilers or anything, Ugh. but the documentary is about like <clears throat> the guy who brought him went before and he just like met this guy in Uganda who wanted to be a videographer. And so he like gave him like a small amount of equipment and it, it like changed both of their lives, obviously. What? And so the dude left, and that was like five or six years ago when he came back now with Carlo, and they're going to like meet the guy again, and they're going to like bring him all this other gear and shit. Or maybe this wasn't five or six years ago, but they're <laughs> just going like to come again and see yeah. this guy and bring more shit and all this. They're making a whole documentary. Are they like fil- yeah, they're filming yeah. it too. Yeah. Wow, Dude, it's is... completely insane. And, and you know, I feel like I, John Carlo, maybe that's just such like a 
name, but yeah, that maybe. sounds very familiar. Giancarlo Stigliano. <laughs> uh, he just reached a thousand followers on YouTube. So everybody mm. or subscribers, look at me. I'm I'm a boomer. Yeah. But yeah, no, go subscribe to his YouTube. Hey. Uh, he does like filming tips and tricks. Uh, and then Wyatt, he he was going to the state school in Delaware, and it just like. He just wasn't feeling it, you know. Like yeah. it wasn't hitting him right. So unmotivating, he, and exactly. just like yeah, negative. It exactly. was very negative. Carlo used to describe it to me as like he would come home from class. We lived together, John Carlo and I, and he would like come home and be like, "Dude, there's a cloud over my head. Like I feel like there's a cloud. It's like following me around, and like sometimes it'll go away, but like it always comes back." And he's mm-hmm. like, "It's way worse when I'm here." That's what yep. he would say. And he's like, "When I'm home, like I feel a lot better." Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's how I always felt. Like even. In high school, like, and especially in college, but like summer and like time off of school, I just was so much happier. And like, I feel like that's pretty obvious, but like, it was just, I just think it's a fucked up system. Yeah. Kind of like you're saying, like, the way that it's like, it's just not for everyone. Exactly. Everyone's different, you know? Yeah. I think like what they teach you and how they teach you is kind of dated at this point mm-hmm. and can maybe use like a little modernization. Very. Like all that shit was created pre the internet. Yep. And we're way different now, you know, like the, yeah. and the youth especially. Like kids have cell phones like 10 now. Yep. They have infinite access or, you know, yeah. un, undeniable access, whatever it is. They just yeah. can see anything anytime they want. You Literally. Know? And uh, like, why do they need to? Learn, yeah. I was just talking I mean, about like learn, but, specific you know. things that we learned when we were like in grade school, yeah, that were just like so random that I was like, Oh god, it's such a bizarre, it's so, just because it was like in the book, yeah, yeah exactly, like, exactly. Ugh. It's so funny, like, yeah, we all just like know the names of the books we had to read and yep. like some shit that might have happened in it. I, yep. I personally don't remember a lot some of what happened, stuff but, and, like yeah. some state capitals because yeah. we have to like know all the capitals of everywhere for some reason, yep, yeah, yep. just random stuff like that. I'm like, yeah. what stuff that like now is in my phone and I can yeah. know it in 0.5 seconds, yep. yeah, and soon enough with like Neuralink, yep. it'll be in our brain, mm-hmm. um. Yeah. And I also have other things going on in my life that like I can talk about and like stuff instead of just school topics and like, 100%. Yeah. Well tell me about them. Like what what have you been shooting that you've been really liking? I know that shit with Tyler was probably pretty fun. Mm-hmm, yeah. Is there anything Tyler, else that's like been standing Tyler out? Tyler was great. That ended up in Paper Magazine which oh, wow. I just like never thought of that being a thing. Um and so ever since that I've honestly been super inspired and like um like I've been saying, like I'm seeing photography as an actual thing now. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, I don't know. It, it's cool. But I I did a shoot since then with this guy, Eric. Um, that was just like right after, or it was actually the day of that it was like posted. And it just happened to be the same day I was shooting with Eric. But I was like very just inspired, have been wanting to shoot with him for a while, and then we just like made it happen and okay. kind of did our own thing. We just went and bought fabrics in the morning, had like a whole day, and went to Elysian Park and set up. And that's just like, it was like the epitome of why I enjoyed like what I was doing. And it was like more than just like the photos being in Paper Magazine, you know? It was of course. Like my... My life and happiness, and then like also theirs too, and like um, just the collective like coolness of the moment. No, definitely. I feel I like the probably a standout point of it was like getting to experience it with someone else, like the spontaneity, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. do do you, sounds like you typically go on these trips with other people, right? So it's mm-hmm. very clear to me that this like human connection is very important to you. I think you even yeah. said it earlier. Yeah, very. Um, why do you think that is? Um, I don't know. I feel like that's just kind of something you're born with. 
um, in a way, but I don't know. I if I had to like go back to how I was raised and kind of what I learned, I would think that my mom has a big part of it. Even both my parents, my mom and my dad, have always been just like very people's person, people's people. However, you say yeah, that. that's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that just. Talk, can talk to whoever, wherever. I was also like one at restaurants, just like, oh, run into the waiter. Like we're all just very like talkative people. So I feel like that definitely helped me in a way um, feel more comfortable talking to strangers and just like anything. And just like connecting. Yeah, like the the act of yeah connecting like certain things from your life with other people is just... I don't know. Some people. That's what life's all do about. Than others. I think that's yeah. what life's all about. Like yeah. comparing your experiences with other people, learning from your own and other people's exper- mm-hmm. experiences, passing that shift like shit on to other people. Hundred yep. percent. I used to get kicked out of class all the time for talking in class. <laughs> did you? Did you ever get yeah, kicked out of class, yeah. dude? Yep. All the time they would be like, yep. "Go," and it was funny because they would always try to put me next to somebody I would never talk to, mm-hmm. and I would talk up a storm like, with them yeah, too. I'll like, talk. what the fuck? I'm gonna talk to anybody. Exactly. <laughs> put me wherever you want, bitch. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, so, I was always one to like yeah. talk to the teachers too. I was always the one that like would continue conversations just to like not be talking about schoolwork, but just like creatively yeah. getting more people in the conversation. Do you like to keep your circle pretty small, or do you think it's all about expanding the circle? Um, oof, that's one that I've been going through recently a oh, yeah? lot. I. I feel like I've always been, um, all my life, very about expanding and meeting new people and um, just, like, the more the merrier. But then, like, it it hits a point, obviously, that it's like, okay, I need a smaller circle just, like, because you, just because time exists and you don't have enough time for all the people. Um, so then it's like who you're going to spend your time with, what relationships just like happen to happen. Um, but I think it's incredibly important to have a tight circle and like that is just life changing, like very um, special. But also meeting people is incredibly special too. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a hard one to answer, but I, totally. I love my small circle and my big circle and want it to be bigger. So well, I think that's like an important element is like the the difference in the circles. Like I, I agree with what you're saying. It was kind of a baited question, but <laughs> I think like having an intimate circle is equally as important as like having the biggest circle you can. You yeah. know what I mean? Like uh, a, a funny analogy would be like your LinkedIn connections, you know, like mm-hmm. they're not necessarily your circle, yeah. but you want to have as many connections with as many people as you can because yeah, they're exactly. all valuable. Yeah, and, and you're not going to like tell the LinkedIn person about your day, so you have to have a person that's going to be there when you can just say whatever. Yes, exactly. And like that just happens. Like it could be a LinkedIn person that you just connect with and then boom, they become a great friend. That's another crazy thing because like you could have a small circle and then. People get added to it. People get as taken ph- out. Like it's just very natural. Has photography been like a method of meeting more people, and has it also led to like those more genuine, like tight connections? I'm curious. Um, it definitely has led me to meeting more people, just because it's just a thing now that people can reach out to me and be like, "Oh, let's shoot." People that I would never be like, "Oh, let's hang with." So like. Yeah. Um, it's cool, um, doing that. And also that even goes back to the whole like Jimmy Fallon thing. Like 
just being able to meet random people and have those shoots and kind of interviews, like in a way, just mm -hmm. talking, learning about each other with the hours that you have. Um, but then people that um, like I've always known and have like shot multiple times or something, it's very, it, it's just like different. It, you can get a different place, I think, when it's like that. How so? Um, I think there's just like the freedom to do whatever. I think it's also me being like kind of starting out. I don't feel comfortable doing a lot of things, but or like trying new things, especially with film. Like it's kind of like one and done. You get that shot, and like you can't really just be experimenting all the time. So when you have those people, like Eras is a big one for me that I have just been able to be like make this face, like, oh, don't do that. Or, like, just little things like that that have made me a better photographer. Like, those little doors that have been opened have definitely been with the people that, like, I, I know and, like, connect with on a different level. Mm -hmm. Do you prefer an experience where you're coming in and you're sort of guiding the whole shoot? Or do you like when the person is there to work alongside you and sort of, like bounce back and forth very back and forth okay. i i get kind of intimidated when it's like all on me um in a way and it's just very helpful when like the person you're working with has things to say has like tips because there's just like dry spots and you can like lose your creativity and especially when it's someone that like is working alongside with you like when it just doesn't get lost cuz it's just continuous like creativity through both of you it's very yeah. helpful in a way um i definitely prefer that just because like i do literally get anxious if like it's all on me mm -hmm. and that's another thing about meeting strangers like i do have to be way more prepared and like more professional and <laughs> don't really know what, because maybe they could be a person that only wants me to do everything. So I really have to go into it thinking that. But when it's people that like are very just like it's easy, cohesive, and it, it's it's exciting. Yeah, it's and when they're eccentric, eccentric, yes. eccentric. I can't even say it. Eccentric. Eccentric. Yeah. <laughs> For a second, I thought there was no N in there. Yeah. Kind of all over my language today. I'm clearly <laughs> fucking up. All language. Yep, fuck language anyways. Would you ever like, would you ever want to work for like a fashion magazine or like a brand, a, a fashion brand? Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah? Like, What would you want to do? I don't know. I've actually been getting way more into the occupation of styling and uh, most of my shoots, I, or I guess, yeah, kind of most, um, I'll style them and like bring my clothes like from my closet especially if they're like someone that will fit into them sure um, that's funny yeah like most of the era stuff is like a, like you're saying is like a combination kind of of our clothes and we're kind of working together in that way that's funny um but yeah i um styling i could even not be on photos and like stop that for a little and like just get into styling, even work for like a magazine in that way, I'd be very open to that, honestly. Sure. Um, but I do like the idea of the magazine because it like brings in the person and then like the person that's being taken photos of, and then also the photographer and the stylist and like the set design 
which is like basically the four things that I'm like very into. Sure. So and you, you said cool. you work on a team like that. That's what you said. Yeah, 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 dude. I would love to work on like a really successful team. Yeah. I love that's your vision. Like when you were describing that, I was like, yeah. that does sound really fun. Yeah. You know, like I, I something I've noticed in like the Oros thing is it's like really structured around like the team aspect, mm-hmm. like the community. Very you know, collaborative, yeah. and I think it's so cool. Like I love to see all of you guys working together, and I, I can't wait to see the success you guys achieve. It's so lit! I can't wait. Yeah. It's gonna be awesome. You. When you go on tour, holler at me, bro. I'm trying yeah. to go on tour. <laughs> Dead exactly. ass. Dead ass. But it's all about like even you. Like it's like everyone that is involved with any part of it is like technically a part of Oros because yeah. like you're in an Oros music video. You know, it's like oh, very. Yeah, I guess it's so. very like <laughs> anyone is welcome. Everyone's got their own shit. We we got our own shit too. So if you want to add it in, like go for it. Sure. And then if it becomes like a necessity, then that's even better. Yeah. Then it's like that's, that's just... like the main idea, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Have you ever thought about like creating your own entity of any like some kind in the future? Um. Yeah, I would see. I I love how photographers drop like magazines or not even magazines really, but just like photo books. Of just I've never seen that. Their photos, yeah. yeah. It's like a, it's a pretty big thing. That sounds cool. Um, that you just like after a long while of working, you kind of just make this like piece of work that all works together. But then it's also just from this like large period of time of pictures. Um, I I would love to kind of get more into that. I've been wanting to make a book for a while, but I feel like. As I keep saying, now it's like becoming more of a thing. So true. Maybe we'll see that from me soon. Oh, dude, but, I would love um, to see. I'll cop. Let me know when you release. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely. Cop. When you look at like old photos and stuff, mm, can, do mm-hmm. you like cringe or something like that? Because <laughs> I know, like, as like when it comes to a music background, when you yeah. hear old stuff that you made, it's always cringy as hell. Yeah. Do you have a similar experience with your like photography? Yeah. Um, to an extent, there's sometimes that it's like. Aww, in a way it's like oh like that was cool that I was like doing that or it, I just remember how cool it was at the time so like it stays nice in a way in my mind but like technically looking at them yeah I definitely cringe at um, <laughs> a good amount that I'm just like but yeah at the same time the cringe just immediately turns into like that's just a part of the journey like it's cool I like that those photos are there because that's like how I got to where I am Maybe your perspective is just better. (laughs) (laughs) Then I also see it like now, then like in a few years, are all the photos I'm taking now gonna be all shitty? Like, no, I want to see them as like. True, true. I always feel like that. They're all important. As soon as I'm done a project, I'm like, I'm gonna hate this later. I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm like that, but for some reason, (laughs) photos, it is different. Like, I'm like that about everything else, but with photos, I'm kind of just like, I've just always taken photos throughout my whole life. So it's like, and I always am one looking back on it, um, just like, oh, wow. I just love like the idea of photos, like capturing moments in like the past. Documentation? Yeah. Alfie was talking about that too. Why do you think that's cool? I don't know. I think a big part of it, uh, yeah, there is so many things. I don't even know how. I think it's just we as humans enjoy like documenting things like right now we're documenting like us talking 100%. and it's just like cuz we live this whole life and already like i forget so many things about my past so like to have photos to look back on the idea of that is super cool to be able to remember like spark things 
that you just like haven't remembered in it could be like 30 years and just like to see a photo of you and past friends current friends like just a place you went like any of that sparking just like a joy and like a refound um i don't know it's just like no, I agree 100% with what you're it's saying. It's like a time stamp to put on just like this life that we're pointlessly kind of living in a way. 100%. When I was younger, I used to like record everything and I thought it was for like data analysis. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I thought it would be interesting to like record all of this data of myself and then like learn from it, if you will, or something like that. Um, but I think it is more what you're saying. Like it, you, you, you hope that you'll be able to return to those moments. And so like having a res- representation of it or like mm-hmm. a physical copy of it will allow you to like get back to it sooner. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. We're all just trying to escape, man. One, <laughs> exactly. one of my new words for 2021 is escapism. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Cause uh, uh, do you, one of the professors we have at USC, his name is Kevin Lyman mm-hmm. and he created the Warp Tour. Oh yeah. You were telling me about that. Love Kevin. I stand Kevin. Shout out Obviously Kevin. I'm talking about it all the time. But I love Kevin, I love all Kevins. You do? Yeah. I usually like Kevins. That's a <laughs> yeah, fair point. Yeah. That's a fair point. Uh, but he, oh shit, what were we talking about? Um, you're oh, bringing up why you love him. Oh shit. Oh, escapism. He <laughs> just brought up, he taught me about escapism. He's talking about Jimmy Buffett. And Jimmy Buffett doesn't sell like Caribbean or ocean or alcohol. He sells escapism. And so he was like talking about like how the, Brand is escapism, and how like we should all focus more on escapism because that's what like everyone is kind of selling. Mm. It's like an, a way to get away from what is real life. Yeah, you know? that's like behind everything. Yeah, exactly. In a way, yeah. It was in our branding class, and he was like, "Always brand escapism." That's a huge word that I'll be focusing on for next year. Dang. Yeah, hundred percent. That's sick. Um. Well, that being said. Is there anything that like uh, we haven't mentioned that you really want to talk about, or any like stories you want to bring up, or you know deep dives or anything? Like, tell me anything. Oh gosh. Or or done. Yeah, nothing comes to mind. Yeah. I'm, I was coming in here pretty open minded, talking yeah. about whatever. So I Do didn't have really have any positive anything. remarks you want to leave with the people. Um, I don't know. I I'm just all about um making like other people. Happy and making yourself happy, first of all. But um, just happiness is key, especially in this time of all this sadness and hate and loss and depression and all that shit. It's just like, even in all that, there will always be something out there that can make you happy from the past. And it's something that you're looking forward to. Um, Even in the present, look around, see this cute cat, see that great tree, the light hitting it, like... Every breath is a blessing. Admire the natural mm-hmm. beauty in life. Exactly. That's what it's all about. Don't focus on the negativity. Focus on the positivity. Preach, my mm-hmm. brother. Yeah, no, I feel the same way. Yeah. Definitely, there's a lot. I wonder, I've been hearing a lot of people talking about like, oh, we're coming out of this pandemic. We should be having a renaissance. <laughs> and I hope that's the case. Yeah. I haven't really seen anything like, amazing yet yeah. but uh, I hope that it has led to a lot of more people like being creative. I know that like... Uh, all the like the guitar centers and audio shops—they like sold out of microphones and interfaces and shit because everybody went home to like start making music and do mm. podcasting and stuff like that. Dang. Because everybody's stuck at home. I like know that's that's for a fact. Yeah. So I find that to be very interesting, that's and sick. I hope to to see some cool stuff come from it. Definitely. Oh yeah, everyone's creating crazy stuff during this period. And the film was all gone. Remember yeah, that was just at the shoot I the know. other day. All the film was gone. So that means people were out shooting more film now. Mm-hmm. 
that that's not good. That means they're outside. <laughs> not, necessarily, <laughs> not necessarily, I guess. Right? Yeah, they could be yeah. doing a nude shoot. Yeah, inside. they could. A tasteful yeah, nude tasteful, shoot. That's absolutely true. Good callback, bro. Good callback. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, if you guys, if you guys made this far, damn, I've been stuttering a lot. I apologize for that, guys. I've been noticing it, and I, I apologize. But if you made it this far, I appreciate you, and I love you. And we'll have some more cool love stuff coming next week. Well, I'm talking to them. You obviously made it, but oh, you love them? Yeah, yeah I thought I you were talking them. to me. No, shit, now, now I'm now, I, now I'm weird. I love oh, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but seriously, thank you. And uh, hey, man, thanks for coming on, Mitch. Thanks for sharing your story. Yes. Thanks for having cool stuff to say and like bringing new perspectives to me. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Thanks for being here, bringing this to Sorry. the people. Yeah, man, You're of doing course. the work. Dude, Love I'm it. really glad we ran into each other. We didn't even tell this story, but just coincidence. Oh, I'll even expose myself. No, I won't, I won't, I won't. Because I, <laughs> I, I, I won't, I won't. Uh, for a different reason. But uh, yeah, we just ran into each other at a video shoot. Yeah. And uh, it was really cool. Because I've I never been anything like that before. And it was sort of like a frequent flyer thing for you. Yeah. Um, and it was cool. I liked I've never liked, been locked in a red room. Dude, though. what the hell just, was that experience? That just happens. They just like put a bunch of us in this room and they were like, all right, we're going to fill it up with smoke and you can't breathe and just wait here. And we just like didn't know what, what was coming next. Uh, and they eventually came down to shoot the scene or whatever, but it was definitely some kind of torture. Child labor laws. I'm a kid, really man. Was. Treat me right. That's so funny. I didn't even Ava think. Ava Dorley, got to watch out for that. Shout out. I'm going to have her on. I already talked to her. She's coming on Ugh, to amazing. the podcast. I love her. Yeah, she's so nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she's so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out her for that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. Look, Peace out. Yeah, peace. All right, everybody. Talk to you later. Peace. Peace and blessings. One foot in the door and one card in the dark. I'm giving the best of me. Best of me. Breaking into pieces every other weekend. I can't tell what's left of me. You're breaking just like me I wonder if you're taking the time to breathe Just notice that a bit of you can make my Taking I want